the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views of the host and guests are their own, and not those of 9.30 a.m. The Answer or Salem Communications. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9:30 a.m. The answer, our number 308-8867-308-8867. Toll free, 866-308-8867. The number to call. Now you had you had minutes, literally at like 15 minutes before to, to do that. You waited till we start when we started. Well, I wanted the space in between my <laughs> oh, my see. pickled okra. <sighs> Calvin, Calvin, Calvin. All right, um, and we apparently got some rain last night, so I don't know what to do with our rain rangers if we want them to call in. And yeah, I think give it's, us an updated it's figure. interesting. Yeah, uh, so we got an, uh, another inch and three tenths. They say more is coming. Is that right? This afternoon. In fact, I heard a a warning for uh, Wilson and Carnes and I'll, I'll check it over out over there east. And flood warning. So 308-8867 is our number. So let's talk gardening with you before the rain gets here. And Trace is with us up on the porch. Trace, we got lots to talk about. Where do you want to start? Well, let's see. I guess we ought to start with events. Okay. So uh, next Saturday we have uh, two different seminars. One's for uh, the adults, and it'll be on. They're actually both on the same thing. Um, yeah. Tomatoes and Vegetables with David. That one starts at 10.30. And then we have our kids' event where they're also going to be talking about vegetables. Uh, not quite as intricate in the uh, methodology there. And uh, they're going to plant a few plants. And uh, that you need to sign up for. So if you've got kids between 5 and 10, give us a call. I think there's about seven or eight spots still left for that one. Uh, we had a very successful blood drive, even with the weather. Yeah, I think we did. Yesterday, about so, 22, uh, 22, 22 people. Yep. So that's uh, that's not bad considering. So thank you to everybody that came out. That's a good number. They they had to show up. Well, and then to, to get blood, to, they yeah. had to come out to get. And Mil- Milton made a wonderful <laughs> pitch after you told him, Trace, that you'd get all the balance of the blood from his body unless he got the people to come in and you. Wait a minute. Wow. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know how to answer that one. I don't know. I'm not sure there is an answer. We just move on. He's, he's, ever since the okra, he's really changed. And all right, so that's the events that are coming up. By the way, for more information on those, go to MillburgerNursery.com. MillburgerNursery.com, all one word. And uh, you can find these events and more, as they say, on MillburgerNursery.com. You'll find the details. Still a pretty good selection of peppers and tomatoes mm-hmm. and uh, a couple of squashes and cucumbers and but it is, uh, beans. 
Oh, cool. What and, kind of beans? Uh, they're a bush bean. Okay. And then uh, Jerry, Jerry was asking me about cold weather vegetables. So, yes, there's cold weather vegetables coming They've this week. They've got them available, huh? Uh, very small amounts, but we'll have, uh, I think, broccoli, cabbage, Ooh. and Brussels sprouts. Good Lord. And probably one more that I can't think of. Do people actually buy Brussels sprouts? <laughs> yes, they do. People great. like Brussels sprouts. I love them. Yeah. I know you do, but uh, the, the 98% of the... They sell. Do they? Yeah. People must plant them. I, I bet they them. think they're bro- I bet they think they're cabbage. Well, they're baby cabbages. Baby cabbages. Okay. Yeah, they're good. And there's a lot of a lot of dishes you can use Brussels sprouts in. And they're doing more now of that, well, that fry, stir frying kind of thing. Lots of restaurants have them. So they're good. Good for you. There's eggplant. No calories. But they're not gonna be ready until next spring. Well, that's true, but you, yeah. you've got to plan it. All the way through the winter. Yeah. Well, you could, uh, you, you could you go for all leaves. vegetables. You could go buy them at the store, too, but they're more you, fun to grow. You can eat the leaves. If you want to. The leaves are good. And you don't like, uh, you, you like the leaves? Well, you don't like, what's the other, collards. You don't like collards that taste the same as Brussels sprouts. Uh, I, have, I have been told by leaf connoisseurs that the... Uh, they don't taste the same to me. That the, that the Brussels sprouts leaves are sweeter. Really? Huh. But I, may, I imagine that's because they took them in the winter or something when the temperatures were cooler. Collards are good. Collards are Let's good. see. Well, we, we have our uh, repeat of the Little Miss Figgy. Yeah. So our, well, was it last week? We, we our, brought a few more in. And uh, so for those of you who haven't listened in, we, we've got a new fig, and it's a... Dwarf fig. It's only going to get four to six foot tall, three to four wide, perfect for a container situation like a half whiskey barrel, uh, or in those ground situations where you don't have room for something that's two stories tall, and uh, so you can still get the figs that you love. Yeah, and so uh, it's more manageable, and, and um, yeah, there, there's a lot of pluses to it. It's a good-looking plant, and Jerry was saying it's. You still think it's related to brown turkey? The leaf looks like okay. a brown turkey. And that's a real plus. So there's that. And then what is our second? Uh, plant? The plant of this weekend mm-hmm. is bay laurel or bay leaf, some people call it. Uh, when, you, when you're when you doing Italian cooking or uh, apparently red beans and rice cooking, uh, you use this in, in the uh, in the salsa or the, the red sauce yeah, or yeah. in the red beans just for flavoring. And uh, it's actually a very expensive herb dried at the store. When you can use fresh, everything will be better, and it costs you a whole lot less to grow it yourself. You can get a one-gallon can for 10 bucks. You just let it dry by letting it dry? Well, you'd cut it and let it dry. Right. Yeah, but you wouldn't. But you can use it fresh. Yeah, use the fresh yeah, if okay. you got fresh. Okay. It'd be that much more flavorful. Cool. So if they... Uh, if folks are listening and want to get them, but today they're busy, but they got their cell phone handy, they can call us. Uh-huh. And we'll set a, either a little Miss Figgy aside or a bay leaf. Now, we do have the bay leaf in more than one size, so you'd have to ask yeah, what ask, size you want. Yeah, just tell us what size you're looking for. But 497 3760 is the number. 497 3760. It's the number from Millburgers Nursery. And, uh, yeah, I think uh, of all the folks that bought uh, Little Miss Figgy last week, I think uh, 
about seven of them called in, reserved them, and then came in later in the week. They did. Yeah, so uh, that's really good. And we it's, did. It's a we nice have, opportunity. We have planted one up now too in one of the whiskey barrels. So yeah. we're actually going to have a growing specimen here uh, for a while anyway. Cool. All righty. What else? Anything else we can think of? I think that's it. Okay, I'm going to get to Calvin. We have a Calvin on line one. All right. At 308-88. Is it a C? Well, you don't know. I it guess is. So. Well, I don't know. Calvin, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you? Calvin, you there? Calvin? Calvin, we sort of hear you. <laughs> we sort of hear you? Yeah. Is that me breathing no. or is that... The... There it is. Are you calling... This is, this is from Bob, not Calvin. We oh. were calling Calvin. Oh, calling oh, Calvin. Okay. Go. Yeah, you gotta be. You gotta be pretty clear because you know Milton has gets confused quite I easy. do. Uh, <laughs> so this is Bob on the line. This doesn't sound like. Hi. Uh, yes. This is Bob. Is this Calvin? <laughs> no. Here, well, I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get you to Calvin. Please hold. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. Don't do anything complex now. Calvin, line one. Calvin, line one. Go ahead, Calvin. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> What's up? Calvin, hi. This is Bob. How are you today? I'm sorry? This is Bob. How are you? How are you? Oh, I'm wonderful. Bob, I'm having a little trouble hearing you. Oh, Got let me, maybe oh. I have to move to a different part of the house. Um, are, you, are, Calvin, are you seeing a, 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 see. is it a little warbled? It's a little warbled. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll help him. Okay. What's up? Try, try it, Bob. Let's see what we can do, Bob. Calvin. We can make it happen. Okay, how's this, Calvin? <laughs> Can you hear me now, Bob? <laughs> I can. Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. He can hear me, but he can hear me, and I can hear him. Okay. Great. How are you doing? Go ahead, Bob. Anyway, we have a, a small cottage, Calvin, and it's only 18 feet by 18 feet. This cottage, we for the drain system, we're looking into uh, using doing the gray water as opposed to hooking up the sewer. The sewer line from this house is about three. I'm hearing, I heard 18 feet by 18 feet. That's and they're, they want to use gray water. Huh? Yeah, uh-huh. They're, and the they're thinking of using gray water. So go ahead, Bob. We got them caught up. We have a two sinks, one in the kitchen, one in the bathroom, and one in the shower. And then we do have a uh, washing machine. So... So hook all of these utilities up to the sewer, it's quite a distance. It's over 330 feet to run a, a drainage line. So we're looking into how we can best do gray water. And we did purchase a book um, from can all you, are you hearing on gray water. And we're just calling to see uh, who we could talk to and have come out to our property to kind of guide us in this project. What we've learned so far from the book is that the simplest system is to have, uh, let's just use a sink for an example, from inside the little cottage have the drain pipe, which would be, I believe, one inch, go on a slope. It would slope down. Uh, to the outside of the house, and then it would continue to slope through the ground at a rate of one 
quarter of an inch to a foot slope. And it would go out probably 100 feet. Uh, we don't know if they would have a couple of, uh, say, two lines break off from the main drain line. Um, and then it would go into kind of a holding big hole that had mulch in it with gravel. And that's kind of what we're looking at doing right now. And um, so we're just trying to get help with this and who we could who we could call Calvin and better yet, who could come up to our property and guide us on this project. Yeah, so Bob, are, are, are you in San Antonio or are you outside? Yes, we are. We're in San Antonio. Okay, he he's looking for somebody to come out and basically give him some advice on uh, gray water system on building and developing one. Building oh. the, the gray water system, and he's in San Antonio. Yeah, I wish I could remember that uh, plumber's name that helped helped us uh, out there at the Mitchell Lake. Uh, unfortunately, the engineer that worked with uh, Texas A&M that helped us is no longer available. Uh, what if we did this? If we got Bob's number, would you be comfortable in trying yeah. to, to get him in contact? Hey, so Bob, we're going to put you on hold, and then um, they're going to send me your number they're going to come back and get your phone number, and then... I'll do some exploring and see if I can't find you. Yeah. Somebody that can uh, help you. All righty. I, I think that's the best that solution to that. Yeah, it's kind of complicated. Thanks, Bob. Thank All right. You. So I'm gonna and don't hang up. Way. Thanks, Bob. Don't, don't hang yeah, up, Bob. They're going to get you... Okay. 308-8867. So, guys, give me Bob's number when you get a chance. 308... I can hear you, Milton. Yeah, you can hear me. I can hear you. 8867-308-8867, and toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. All right, so um, what else is going on? Uh, I was looking at some... Uh, lots of rain. Yeah, lots of rain. <laughs> I was looking at some uh, uh, gardening of the weekend for the... For August, and uh, this rain has given uh, given us time to uh, has uh, made a lot of our flower plants, flowering plants, and uh, perennials uh, re-sprout because of the water, excess water, and so it's a good time to uh, let's see, tidy them up, as Greg Grant says, uh, remove. The spent flower stalks, seed heads, and brown leaves from perennials. Uh, Pinch pr- prune, overgrown copper plants, coleus, and a lot, a lot of times copper, copper plant. We don't talk about it a lot, but it's a, it's a beautiful plant, especially in the fall, when it turns that deeper color, a copper color. And coleus and wax and dragon leaf begonias and other lanky annuals back to good form in other words uh pinch these back and uh, and uh take out of the, the all the leaning growth and if you want them to be a sturdier plant uh uh tip uh pinch those back uh do you do you cut your zinnias back well you know i was deba- debating about that this, this year 
one of the things I do do is go through and pull any plants that uh, are, you know, they get, so, they get so, yeah, and they get so thick in there, they're competing with each other. So you can pull out a number of them. You also, um, if you're doing the cut flower garden, you might go out and take out two or three whole rows and let the reseeded zinnias come back. Um, but but I'm thinking this year it might be good, especially with all this rain, just to go, just to go and uh, do a uh, uh, basically a mowing, you know, like you, you do with the uh, uh, lantanas. Yeah. If, if you've got a, one of those hedgers, mm-hmm. you go, especially I've got that California giant zinnia that's uh, five feet tall, and they're getting getting kind of unruly, and I'm thinking that a uh, Going through pulling excess plants, plants that showing a little mildew or anything. Right, yeah. Pull them out and then just uh, prune off the tops. That I, I don't think you'd, you know, I think it'd be a week, ten days, and you'd be be ha- real happy with the results. You'd get new buds and you get new new blooms. But that's consistent with the perennial kind of thing too. Um, yeah, the uh, uh, Neil Spare mentioned and you mentioned and your. San Antonio Light and my sa. dot com, uh, the free throw. Find the pl- uh, the plants, but the zinnias. I noticed that uh, I pulled a few flower heads off and threw them in some. <laughs> Uh, bare areas, and they were up in, it seemed like, three or four days. Oh, yeah. They should, they and be uh, they'll be, you know, and let's see, we've got, we've got three to four months more of their bloom through to Thanksgiving, at least into December quite off, quite often. And so you've got a lot of uh, opportunity there. I even noticed some people, uh, we've got a, uh, still got a good selection of zinnias here. Uh, I've noticed people the last few days have been purchasing uh, uh, zinnias to fill up the flower garden uh begonias for the shade and uh the vincas the vincas are uh, are still looking good and they they last too way beyond thanksgiving too yeah. so still but, a lot uh, of opportunity yeah uh several people have mentioned the, uh, the advantage of growing cut flowers like zinnias and marigolds uh, and and the, somebody wrote in for you said i'm tired of zinnias my cut flower garden. When I can, when can I plant snapdragons? What about marigolds? And you said marigolds can be planted now. And uh, Neil makes a statement, talks about the colors are more vibrant in the fall. Uh, plus, when, we, when you plant now from seed. And we have that special advantage that the spider mites are less. That's right. Less of an issue now, and uh, spe- especially. Uh, uh, with this a little bit of cool weather we had, and then we can expect the weather, especially at night, to cool for the next few months, and that means that uh, spider mite um, uh, reproduction will be lower. So it's good. It might be fun to try marigolds if you haven't tried them in a while. Hey, we've got Kathy on the line at 308-8867. 308-8867. Hi, Kathy. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Fine, thank you. What's going on? Well, I have a 
a question about what kind of foundation plant would work in my at my home. I have a very shady front yard, and it faces northeast, and and it's very it get can get very wet. And I'm trying to find a a non-traditional kind of foundation plant. I I don't want a boxwood hedge or anything that you normally see. I'm I'm not a fan of trimmed hedges, but um, I do want to plant something there because it just looks bare without any kind of foundation plant along the front of the house. And it's shady, real shady, you said, and wet. Yes. Well, it gets it. It doesn't have. Um, a gutter over the roof there, so the rain just comes straight down into there when it does rain. Um, years ago, my parents planted Indian hawthorn there, and it didn't do well at all. And um, I was I was thinking maybe even something like possum haw or something that was that had something like what was, possum haw holly. Uh huh. You 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 want a you want a you don't want a shrub. You just want a, a, a specimen tree or or something out there, right? Right. Something that um, oh, it could be a shrub. I just don't want a, a traditional shrub that looks like all the other houses have in their front foundation. It's like a, a hedge you trim into the shape of a box. Yeah. Well, one of one of them that I'd look at if I were you would be some of those uh, smaller viburnum. Um, okay. They're yeah, they're they've got a little more old-fashioned look, shiny mm-hmm. evergreen leaves that do real well in the shade. Um, okay. I think and I think I think as long as it's not soggy, I think they can deal with a, a relatively moist soil. I'd be a little more worried about the yopon, uh, but. A small yopon in that shady. I don't find a certain amount of shade that the dwarf yopon does all right, but once you get to a certain point, it's hard. Mm. I don't think she wants like everybody else has got yeah. hollies. Okay, and so that, uh, let's see. What else? I guess, uh, of course, you hear wet and you think hibiscus, you think uh, cannas, uh, they Generally, mm-hmm. we don't think of those as uh, base, as uh, foundation plants. Um, right. What about sta- uh, standard Nandina? Tall Nandina. Seven foot tall. Is that mm-hmm. too tall? Um, not for some of the house. Um, it might be for under a couple of windows. Yeah. But, well, um, yeah, yeah, you don't want to put it under windows. That's no. Well, one of the things about Nandinas is you got there's there's some really interesting mid-size um, that have really uh, you know different size leaves. They have horizontal branching, um, a lot of choices and a lot of different mm-hmm. looks. And it mm-hmm. is kind of a you can put together a pretty non-traditional kind of foundation planting, even using a couple different kinds. Right. Yeah, on the oh, corner, okay. your standard, and then uh, uh, Gulfstream was the one I was. I really liked the looks of it. And then, of course, there's that uh, the compactum and all, all different sizes right. there that you could look at. Mm-hmm. That, Do you think mandinas might... are too invasive as far as uh, plants go, though, as far as birds eating their season and planting them everywhere? 
Are they what? Invasive. Oh, not no. The well, it, I, I, maybe in some environments they are, but I, mm-hmm. you know, I haven't noticed. The standard Nandina uh, would be the most if you're, you know, rating them in terms of uh, invasive potential. The standard would be most, but the littler ones don't seem to be. No, they're they're, they're practiced. Yeah, 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 and they don't most most of them, they don't have berries. They uh, most of them don't, and they're just they have different colored foliage and different shaped oh. foliage. Um, so they're kind of they're they're an interesting plant for sure. Look at those, and then look at those okay. uh, variations in uh, uh, the viburnums. Yeah, another one, Jerry. What do you think of the um, oh, uh, the? I'm trying to think of the the lilies that they grow like under USAA's uh, uh, that they grow in the shade. Uh, related tropical John spider yeah, lily. Yeah, spider lily kind of. Uh, Option. How th- they're, they're, let's see. They would get three foot. Could get even taller than that. Three foot yeah. tall. Have you? Uh, look, yeah. Get on the internet and look at that okay. tropical giant spider lily because that really does well in the shade, and uh, and 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 wet. Yeah. Does yeah. it do wet in the well? Wet too. Huh? And uh, oh. and it's a different okay. look. And then you'll get you get a June a June. You get a really neat bloom. It's not, yeah. you know, not for, you know, I don't know, last a month at most, but uh, uh-huh. but the foliage is really attractive and different. That's a good idea. It's certainly different. What about um, some kind of a ginger plant, like the, yeah. the long variegated uh, leaves that I see a lot of? Yeah, you get a lot of choices on gingers. Mm-hmm. In fact, uh, I was walking, walking down the aisle here, and there are about three or four different uh, gingers. Yeah, some of them are in bloom right right now. Oh, so cool. Lots of choices, yeah. And do those do well in the shade? Oh, yeah, yeah, they oh, do. Yeah. yeah, that's where they, they do best. They almost have to have the shade. They do best in the shade. That is a good data. That is a good uh, thought because you have lots of options there, and uh, mm-hmm. and that certainly is non-traditional. And you can, yes. you know, you can put them in clumps. Four or five, you know, smaller ones, along with some larger ones. Same kind of idea that we were talking about with Nandinas. Yes. Well, that, that but would I would, I would watch the size. In other words, uh, you know, uh, know their ultimate size uh, before you plant them in a location. You don't want to. You don't want to be surprised. Sixteen footer. Yeah. <laughs> right. Alrighty. And you want to plant them far enough apart too, right? Well, it depends on what impact you want, but True. Yeah, quite often we do okay. a specimen. But if you did them in clumps, you know, if you have five or seven, uh, you might want them, you know, just barely touching. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. Those are some very, very good ideas. I appreciate it so much. Sure. Thanks, Kathy. Tell us what you do. Thank you. All have right. You take day. care. You too. Bye-bye. All right, 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867. We've got to take a break. While we do, give us a call at 308-8867. More of Melberger's Gardening South Texas is coming right up on 9.30 a.m. This is The Answer.
Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And I've got some great information for you. Your summer favorites are at Millburgers right now, and they're absolutely at incredible prices. Right now at Millburgers, you'll find savings 40% off on these terrific items, now all just fourteen eighty-eight. Like Gold Star Esperanza in the 12-inch pot, regularly $24.99. This beautiful, beautiful, heat-loving plant is on sale for just $40. Fourteen eighty-eight. Right now, you'll save on Mexican Bird of Paradise or Pride of Barbados on sale in the three-gallon container, just fourteen eighty-eight. Theralis or Showers of Gold is absolutely gorgeous with its big, long spikes of bright yellow flowers, and it's on sale for fourteen eighty-eight in the three-gallon container. And variegated tapioca plant on sale in the twelve-inch pot. That's right, you guessed it, just fourteen eighty-eight. You'll find these and much, much more at Millburger. Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. This is Lance Hoppus. Join me this Sunday evening from 8 to 10 for The God, Family, and Country Show. This show is a call for all Christians to live as God commanded. A call for a recommitment to your family to pray together and live a Christian life. A call to action in defense of our country, our Constitution, the amendments, and Bill of Rights, which we were given from God. Join me and the revival every Sunday evening from 8 to 10 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Thanks for the memories. At Schlitterbahn Water Park, the magic begins the moment we arrive. Jump in, now we're living in the moment. Take a joyride on the water slide. How I wish this day would last more ways to play and splash the day away together. Parking and tubes are free and Schlitterbahn lets you bring a picnic. At the end of the day, we all have something special to hold on to. Hold on to every moment The hottest, coolest time Hold on to every moment Buy discounted tickets at Schlitterbahn.com There is a new way to sell your house in San Antonio and the Hill Country that saves you thousands of dollars. Hi, this is Dennis Prager, and Help You Sell has it figured out. Help You Sell Real Estate has done away with charging 6% commission because it's not fair. The difference in commissions between a $200,000 and a $500,000 home is $18,000. But did the more expensive home get $18,000 more in service? Probably not. That's why Help You Sell is quickly becoming the fastest way to sell your home and save you thousands of dollars with their low-set fee program. With Help You Sell, you work with a full-service 20-year licensed real estate broker in Sergio Martinez. And Help You Sell starts by giving you a free home evaluation and market analysis. So if you're looking to sell, buy, or build, start your search at hushillcountry.com or call Sergio with Help You Sell, San Antonio Hill Country at 210-693-0305. If you need a creative welcome gift for a teacher or a special treat for a student, the Alamo City Chocolate Factory has the answers. From teachers have class lollipops to thank you chocolate bars. You can even get creative with a chocolate 3D apple filled with homemade chocolate treats. The Alamo City Chocolate Factory at 1604 in Blanco in the Vineyard Shopping Center. 490-5333. Alamo City Chocolate Factory. Live the sweet life. 
And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer 308-8867 is our number 308-8867. Toll free it's 866-308-8867. So I have a a rose question, actually a couple rose questions, if, if I might. Might I? No. Okay. <laughs> anyway, give us a call at 308-8867 and tell us what's going on in your What room. have you done to your rose? Nothing. We, we Okay, so one, when do we start trimming them? August. Labor Day. Whoops. Okay, August is now. Okay. Yeah, yeah early. So we can comfortably trim them now? Because it's looking... Well, we used, to, we used to say early, and then they, now they're talking about Labor Day. So I think you're... They're in pretty tough. Roses were in tough shape after that. Uh, yeah, but the heat makes it a uh, makes it relatively easy to prune them when they now that it's a little cooler. You can see and, what's dead and what's yeah, living. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And so, what are my instructions on pruning this? Dead wood. Dead wood. Okay, that's easy. Yeah, and any any kind of uh, out of place wood like blocking the path or uh, branch sticking out that looks makes the the bed looks strange. Or this is Milton. It ain't gonna be blocking a path. <laughs> no, it's it's yeah. path for ants. Might be trying to grow out of the trunk. It's not blocking the path, but we have other these. <laughs> you know, the, it 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 looks scraggly. The poor little rose looks. Scraggly. Well, then that then try to make it so it's not scraggly. Yeah, assess why it looks scraggly and uh, try to correct that. Right. And with a rose, you could thinning cuts are always good, but with a rose, sometimes you can. You know, just there might be 15 branches, stems, and you only want uh, six or seven. I wouldn't do the full three, reduce it to three stems like you do in the spring. But okay. The other question on the rose is: there's a lot of grass that has grown up underneath it that I can't cut because uh, it's in a it's got like a brick border around right, it. Right. Yeah. So can you use Roundup on that without harming the rose? Oh, no. hell no. Okay. Uh, but you can use all, no. all those other products that we've talked about. <laughs> Just That's why I'm asking. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, con- you kill uh, that contact rose. herbicides that are specific for grass. I think we'll just pull them. Oh. No. Don't pull them either? The grass be gone is... Okay. grass be gone and... Uh, or, uh, Ornamac. Fuselade and post. Ornamac works Ornamac. good. Over the top, yeah, over the top. Okay. They got them in. Now that's yeah. yeah, that's 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 much easier. It's more effective, because, especially if it's Bermuda grass. Yeah, it's not Bermuda. It's Saint Augustine. Oh, oh, right. oh well, yeah, that's just Saint, you can pull Saint Augustine. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, and then I'm gonna put some mulch there so that it doesn't grow back. But when you've got a choice between, uh, you never never want to use Roundup close to. Even though you're going to try to be careful, if if you get drift or something on a rose or or, or some type of desirable ornamental, uh, it can distort it and eventually kill it. Mm. And it's yeah, they're, they're one of the most sensitive Glad plants to, oh. to Roundup. Yeah, and to remedy. Now, so far, and, and you don't need to use it when you got no. the select the pre. What do they call it? Selective uh, herbicides that only kill grasses. Now, if you've got uh, you got a big bed like I do, that's just that's it's not a specimen bed, but it's a you know you don't have hybrid hybrid teas, but 
for overall impact, tough modern roses, you could have hackberries coming up in there and mulberries, you know, the birds. And there that uh, that cut uh, vine and stump killer works too, especially especially you got to be a little careful. Just make sure you just get it on the the stem you're cutting, and uh, it's got a, a thickening agent in there, so it kind of limits the application. So so far I've had pretty good luck using it uh, in the rose. Bed. And you've used it around growing roses and things. Yeah. Yeah. You you would have seen. Uh, uh, damage pretty quick on a rose, so that's good to know. Cool, thank you. Okay, you that's did good scary. About that. Well, I'm glad I didn't try the roundup. No, not asking. It would have worked. Don't do roundup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven is our number. Three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven and toll free. It's eight six six three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. With all this uh, rain and everything, uh, the uh, nutsedge is jumping up in a in a hurry. You can obviously see the the difference in the nutsedge or nutgrass and uh, the regular grass. And before you mow it down, before you mow it down, this is about the last call for application of uh, uh, image. The original image to control net set. Uh, you can also use uh, it says uh, you use a uh, image to control net set. Your second application will be needed 30 days later. So that's uh, here we are middle August. So we're talking end of September. Uh, and that, that rose bed I talked about has both uh, Bermuda grass and net sedge. Anything you've been irrigating too during that heat, yeah. like a, a vegetable garden. Now a vegetable garden, um, make sure you read the label. Uh, you probably can't use image very close to the vegetables, but I'm not sure that it's a problem. It's just not on the label. Uh, but uh, that around the edges, for sure, you can use it. Yeah, and you can use it between plantings. Yeah. In other words, before you plant your fall vegetable garden. And the advantage is that it gets a lot of that uh, root and that bulbs that are under get there, the, too. Get the little nuts. Nuts. And uh, the uh, a sedge hammer, S-E-D-G-E, sedge, uh, that's kind of a play on word. Sedge hammer is an alternate. Uh, in other words, it can be used alternative too. It can, it can be used too. And uh, like I said, don't don't mow the grass back. Don't mow the nuts back. Apply the image. It will not kill your uh, any other grass but uh, nuts edge. It and won't it, kill Bermuda or St. Augustine. It won't hurt your flower gardens or your yeah. Or your rose garden, for sure. So shrubs, and, shrub borders, and uh, apply the image. Wait, wait uh, seven days, uh, five to seven days. Make sure it dries adequately and has time to translocate, and then you can mow your grass if you want to. Mike's on the line at 308-8867, 308-8867. Hi, Mike. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm doing great now. How about yourself? 
doing terrific. What's going on? How can we help you? Well, I got Bermuda, and here lately I've been getting a lot of weeds, and I try to cut it back, keep it two inches, but is this time of year good for herbicide, or should I just use some kind of organic fertilizer? What's the best way to try to control those weeds? They'll kill the weeds in the Bermuda grass? Yes, sir. Um, We've got a name. I, again, I forgot. It was Trace. It's, here comes Trace. Why, you mean like... Wipeout to one of the, one of those is it are they broadleaf weeds? No, it's it's kind of like a tall grass. It's kind of like a tall grass weed and and some crabgrass in there as well. But okay. uh, well, the MS, MSMA re- replacement. What's it called? Uh, weed out with crabgrass preventer. Weed out. Weed, weed out. Out with crabgrass preventer. And then yeah, make a to, make, to kill. Yeah, make a little note on your make a little note on your calendar to uh, uh, March first or the end of uh, February to apply one of the pre-emergent herbicides to prevent it from germinating next year. Okay. Because it com- comes back every year by seed. Remember next year? Is that what you said? For remember for next year. For February or market calendars for September and February for pre-emergent. Well, pre-emergent. But, yeah, for crab crabgrass wouldn't be this winter, but next spring. Yeah. And okay. I, I find in Bermuda a lot of it's about mowing height. You know, if they mow it short like it should be, most of the weeds tend to give up. And in Bermuda grass, yeah, we had that we had that issue yesterday. Well, I've kept I've kept it about an inch and a half to two inches only because of the. The extreme heat that we had during the summer, and uh, I'm just trying to right now. I'm trying to keep it about two inches. I don't know if that's too high for now. It's pretty high. Can you, high. can you go down at least a, another half inch? I could. I guess I could, but uh, I didn't know if that was best or not. Yeah, that, so I, I, no, for, for Bermuda grass, that's generally the minimum or the maximum height that you want to mow it. Uh, a lot of places they mow it at one inch, seven eighths of an inch. And, okay. it, and what happens if you don't mow it that low, you get the stems instead of the, you kind of train your Bermuda grass to have a leaf very close to the ground, and then there's a, there's not a lot of uh, uh, weeds that compete very well down there. Okay. So, All right, well, maybe, I, maybe my, yeah. maybe my mowing practices got this, have been encouraging that. Yeah, now that you got this rain, give it a... You get a chance, and then try 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 that herbicide to take out what you got, and then and start your mowing low, and should look really good this fall. All right, cool. and you said it was weed out, uh, weed out with crabgrass. Preventer, uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you very much. Y'all have a nice day. Thanks for taking my Thanks, call. Thanks, Mike. You take care. All right, there you go. That'll free up a line. So while we take a break, why don't you call us at 308-8867, Don't forget, next Saturday here at Millburgers, we've got the two gardening classes on fall gardening, one for uh, one for the parents, one for the kids, one for adults, one for children. For the uh, children's gardening class, we ask that you make your reservation by calling 497 
497-3760. No cost, but we want to know how many folks are going to be there to make sure that it's not overloaded or to make sure we have enough supplies. So 497-3760. David's class is the adult one, and it's going to uh, start at 1030. So you can uh, come on out for that, and uh, you don't have to register. What is David going to do for the adults that he can show for the children? You have to ask David I mean, that. Is he, gonna, is he, not, he doesn't show obscene slides or anything. I don't know. I don't, I've never seen it. I just hear it's well, adults. It's for adults. I understand. I've never seen it. We'll have to ask David. It's the PG-13. Are you going to go now? Are you more interested in it now that, uh, yeah. now that you brought that up? All right. Well, no <laughs> reservations. You just go. All right, we'll take a break. Be back in a moment on Milberger's Gardens. Check your ID. Or where are you going there? <laughs> I will find out. Uh, 9:30 a.m. The answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Milberger's Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road, and I've got some great information for you. Your summer favorites are at Milberger's right now, and they're absolutely at incredible prices. Right now at Milberger's, you'll find savings 40% off on these terrific items. Now off just 14.88, like Gold Star Esperanza in the 12-inch pot, regularly 24.99. This beautiful, beautiful heat-loving plant is on sale for just 14. 88. Right now, you'll save on Mexican Bird of Paradise or Pride of Barbados. On sale in the three-gallon container, just fourteen eighty-eight. Theralis or Showers of Gold is absolutely gorgeous with its big, long spikes of bright yellow flowers. And it's on sale for fourteen eighty-eight in the three-gallon container. And Variegated Tapioca Plant on sale in the 12-inch pot. That's right. You guessed it. Just $14.88. You'll find these and much, much more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Bull Road. We wanted Donald Trump to get smart. We wanted him to surround himself with strong people. So he went out and got Mike Pence as his running mate. Good start. We wanted him to focus on what was important. So his final speech at the RNC was all about law and order. Democrats say it was doom and gloom. Yeah, well, maybe they forgot the mood in the country. Hey, Hillary, we're in trouble. Trump knows that. Buckle your seatbelts, folks. This station is all over it. 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Attention job seekers. The Lackland Air Force Base Chapel is looking to quickly fill an important position, student ministry director or SMCD. Applicants must have a two-year degree and at least two years of experience working within a student ministry. If you excel at customer service, possess Windows-based skills, and able to work in a spiritually sensitive environment, learn more now at the community calendar page at 930amtheanswer.com or call Staff Sergeant O'Neill at 671-8702. God bless America and Lackland Air Air Force Base. Dale Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 930 a.m. The Answer. Do you ever look at your life and feel like you were made for something more? Jesus made a simple statement. The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but I came to give you abundant life, real life. I talk to a lot of people, and many seem to feel like they're settling for a whole lot less. Hi, I'm Sean Azaro, pastor of River City Community Church, and we are so convinced that we were made for something better. We call ourselves a church for real life. 
I'd like to invite you to join us for one of our weekend gatherings, which are an exciting and artistic blend of music, reflection, and practical insights, all designed to explore the life that God meant for us. River City is located a mile and a half outside of Loop 1604 on Lookout Road across from Atama Park. Service times are Saturday at 5 p.m. and Sunday at 9.30 and 11.15 a.m. River City is a church for real life, so our home on the web is reallife.org. To find out more, visit us online at reallife.org. God created you for something very special. Come find out more at River City Community Church. At 930AMTheAnswer.com, we present our home team, businesses we know you can trust when it comes to services for your home and family. Businesses like Robert Custom Homes, the PAX Financial Group, Aldaco's Mexican Cuisine, and the Weisinger Law Firm, who can help you protect what matters most, your family. It's called Peace Through Planning. Call 210-308-0800. The Weisinger Law Firm on the home team is seen at 930AMTheAnswer.com. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Our number is 308-8867, 308-8867, and toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. Uh, another thing that we can notice uh, with all this rain and everything is yellowing plants and, and yellowing spots in the grass and things like that. Uh, because it's actively growing now and it's got plenty of moisture. So uh, if you if you want to green your lawn up or green those spots up, uh, the best product uh, you need you need a need an iron product along with a sulfur with some sulfur something with sulfur in it to correct the iron chlorosis. Which are, if you don't know what iron chlorosis are, we're talking about. Yellow leaves with dark green veins on the newest growth, most predominantly. Now, lack of nitrogen, lack lack of uh, fertilizer, can also make the new leaves yellow. So uh, you need you need some uh, fertilizer along with it. And the best product uh, that we highly recommend that does both of those is a product called Iron Plus. I-R-O-N, Iron Plus, and it's a, it's a granular. Now, uh, and you can just spread it in the, in the area. You don't have to do the whole lawn, but just spread it in the affected areas. Uh, it's called Iron Plus. It's a gran, it's, it's, it's like a granular, uh, fertilizer. I guess you could, well, I, I think you just spread it with your hand if you, Unless you want to use a fertilizer spreader, I don't know what setting you would use, but you'd have to be very careful because it's a fine granular uh, mix. But anyway, it, it, it may give some hints on the, on the bag. I don't remember. Uh, again, Calvin got a, a note from um, on his uh, San Antonio Light MySA.com. Said my Meyer lemon is loaded with fruit, but the leaves are pale yellow. It's growing in a container which we fertilize with osmocote this spring and water every week. Should we try to correct the light green color? And Calvin said, writes back, uh, yes, uh, add some soluble fertilizer dissolved in water uh, 
every two weeks. Now, since it's loaded with fruit, I'm going to up that to every week uh, to, until it greens up real dark green. And add some more Osmico. A cup of Osmico per container is not too much. Some people I know about, you mulch with Osmico. Yeah, or they, there's a word they use. Uh, what is that word that we've heard on the radio? Copious amount. Copious, Copious amount. Copious that's amount. a technical term, though. Yeah, we don't want to. Yeah. Uh, yeah some, I suppose that's, that's somewhere technical. over a cup. <laughs> I think for some, if you can see the brown of the soil, you don't have enough. <laughs> uh, a cup of, uh, let's see, uh, Peter's, uh, Peter's for 2020-20, mirror acid, or miracle Grow. Work well as soluble fertilizers. Uh, I also recommend that you water at least twice per week. Begin those treatments and the plants should green up fast enough to result in larger lemon by harvest time. Now, what 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 I bought, what bothers me is when somebody says my citrus is loaded with fruit. Now we keep telling you. You don't. You you want want one or two fruit per forty, forty to fifty leaves. So uh, and I know nobody'll do that, but uh, if you've got just if you're loaded with fruit, uh, you probably need to take half of it off, uh, just as a general rule. You know, some reasonable. Every four to six inches now, because a Meyer lemon could be six inches is not when they're full size. That's, yeah, they're almost touching at six inches. So. Yeah. yeah, but we we that's some, what we used to use on the peach um, peach trees. Is you want every six inches you want a, a reasonable a medium sized peach. So yeah, and uh, and you're talking about a lemon tree or a, in a uh, container mm-hmm. with a limited root system and. Uh, Almost all of them are faced with that that kind of situation we talk about there, where you uh, you know you get they get root bound, they get they get as much crown as they can sport. They're loaded with fruit, and there's just no no extra nutrients in there either. So the, you're you're wor- you're working with a pretty tight system. So you do need limit the fruit and plenty of uh, nutrients. There you go. And the water, you just can't let them dry out in between. And if you if you got them got them in the ground, yours are in the ground, aren't they? Not my no, my lemons and lemon lime are in container. Are in containers. I even got some satsumas in containers, and uh, but my grapefruits in the ground, and some satsumas are in the ground. But if they, these things are in the ground and and they're still uh, leaves are pale yellow, you can again come back with that uh, uh, iron plus. Uh, to green them up and to also give them extra nutrients. I had but a. I, I would consider thinning the fruit. Uh, uh, I've said it. I've said the right thing, but uh, I, th- I think I'm wasting my breath because people well, don't like the, to pull that citrus off. At this point, the lemons are a use. You can use use them in cooking. You can a lot of places to use them. But uh, most important thing, get them off the tree and then figure out if there's some. Way you can use the thin, thinned ones. When they're small, it's harder. They're harder to use. But um, yeah, was I going to? Uh, can't remember. 
but the, the the tree, even even we've talked about how reliable the Mexican limes and Meyer lemons are. They try to have a full crop every year, but they they'll adjust. If you leave too many fruits on, on there, the next year they will be uh, considerably less. Well, like this one lady that brought some by, she she said that uh, the at least the story I got was that she thinned uh, a lot of fruit off, a lot of fruit, because that's different people at different amounts. But uh, and they still are falling. So that that's an indication that she had just an excess amount. Or if the leaves, if the leaves, uh, looking at this fruit, if the leaves are still healthy and dark green and and everything, uh, and and they're still dropping some fruit, they're just naturally thinning. But if the if the leaves and the tree is beginning to look uh, sickly. Then the tree could be dying. Yeah, then you have, now this last week we've had plenty of water, but it's just like that person in the paper watering once a week. When it's a, when you get into 100 degrees out there and your lemon's in a container, yeah. once a week is probably not enough water for them. And that, that drying, that'll result in a lot of fruit, fruit drop, and it'll be translated a couple weeks after the drying right, occurs. Right, that's true, that's true. So uh, take care of your citrus, because now we we've we're almost through with the summer, and uh, we're coming into a time period that uh, that you start enjoying your your citrus now, and a lot of people have got citrus. I think uh, a few of my trees, I, I, I've seen a flush of growth start. Oh yeah, with, with all this the rain. rain. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow! Someone in our neighborhood has bags all over their fruit they have i guess to protect them from birds and squirrels and they they have what bags oh over the fruit yeah every run of the fruit i'll have to take a picture for you separate fruit yeah or, or over i'll the take a picture plant. no 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 separate fruit oh okay all right we're going to take a break while that's we what, do that's what mr moore used to do yeah oh, they really? do that yeah yeah wonder if they're present are the presentments of citrus I don't know. Oriental oh, pears, citrus. they do that a lot in they're the Middle East. They're citrus. Yeah, they look like citrus. Do persimmon look like citrus? Yeah. Oh, crap. I don't know. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break. While we do, give us a call at 308-8867, 308-8867, or toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas is coming up live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. With Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons, I'm Milton Wick, and this is 9.30 a.m., The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Milton Glick, along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. And your calls at 308-8867, 308-8867, and toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. We're going to show you how it's done. We have Evelyn on the line at 308-8867. Evelyn, how are you doing today? Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. What's going on? Um, now I had two more inches of rain overnight. Wow. 
<laughs> yeah. And another thing, uh, my daughter, a granddaughter bought a house in Austin, and all around the house there's uh, rose bushes, and I guess they're all the old ones. Anyhow, one of them we identified as seven sisters. Okay, when would you trim that? Not now, really. You cut the blooms off? Well, you can you can trim uh, trim even though again they uh, they use that term tidy up uh, in the fall. Uh, the, the the if if they're the old fashioned antique roses, they're uh, they're not pruned back severely like the hybrid teas and and climbers and those types of things are cleaned up. They're, they're kept in a bush form. So you want to remove all the dead, uh, you know, any any dead branches that you've got in there. Or broken stems. Broken stems and the crossing stems and, and, you and can, things like that. Yeah, and but you can. You don't, uh, want, you don't want to cut them back severely. And okay. you, uh, this is seven sisters, and he has a, a lot of long stems tail that they haven't been tidied up in a long time because it was an elderly couple that had the house. Okay. Well, uh, you can take some of the old wood out every year too, if there's yeah, if there's. Uh, I would if you, if you want to bring them down, uh, I would wait until uh, February to do that. Okay, just leave them alone the, the, now. But this. This fall, like you do, you just take old dead, obvious uh, dead branches out, and and maybe trim them up to shape shape them up into a more round. Are, are they rounded or are they sprawling everywhere? Well, they kind of fall in everywhere. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's like a butterfly rose. Yeah. When they, if you if you don't ever prune those. They, they kind of fall down mm-hmm. this side, that side, and everywhere. So it is tough to pick up. Okay. But that would that that would be what you would do in the uh, the spring. One of the reasons you don't do all that heavy pruning in the fall is that you they really take off, and you'll have a pretty susceptible plant to freeze damage. So uh-huh. are they in the shade or are they get plenty of sun? Uh, mostly sun. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So uh, well, some of them are in a lot of shade, but that one especially is in the sun most of the day. Okay, good, good deal. Uh, have y'all seen it bloom, or is it just sparse blooming? It bloomed a lot this spring. Okay, good. Yeah, that's a, that's a mainly a once spring, once bloomer, but uh, the. Uh, it, it should bloom a little bit in for you in the, for this fall. All right. All right. I, I thank you very much. This you is not you. this is not good for your spider mites. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope the rascals wash uh, away. <laughs> no, I know you. I know you're grieving over that, but all this. Oh yes, is I am. Can you tell? Those poor spider mites. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, exactly. The horse. Uh, I have one. What do you call it? <laughs> That grass, weeds. Seaweed? No, <laughs> uh, straggly oh, daisy. Oh, grass. Ugh, God, that and spider mites. Uh, nuts edge? Nut, no, not nuts edge either. Nut grass? No, it's something or, that you... Horse herb? Grass. Uh, the horse herb? Bermuda horse grass? Herb, yes. 
Yes. The horse herb. She doesn't oh. like that either. Oh, wait a minute. Now. Yeah, the deer. The, the deer. I, I think my horse herb really is coming back. Now. Oh, yeah. it is coming back. I've seen it. Yeah. coming back. Gangbusters. The deer in my neighborhood are just <laughs> just the happiest thing. I mean, Absolutely. Hog ha- heaven. They've got all that. There are some people that don't like that, even because of the, even Can you believe they that? Have the yellow blooms on that. <laughs> yeah, well. That's okay, Evelyn. You just stick okay. by your guns. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bert's Bye. on the line at 308-8867. 308-8867. Hey there, Bert. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? I'm all right. Uh, you know what? I've been here about six and a half years now, thanks to the Army. I have never seen August so green in San Antonio. I think you're right. That's true. Usually it's pretty brown. Usually, yep. Usually everything's dying and there ain't no rain, but we got it. I was yeah. Jerry, is that you? Yes. All right. I, I know you love kale, but I got a four. I mean, correction, a seven-letter word for kale: compost. Uh oh. Compost. Uh oh. Is it compost? It's compost, is what he said. Yeah. I don't think he likes kale. <laughs> I'm not sure Jerry's not on your side there. <laughs> I think he is. We I, had some I mean, young like visitors <laughs> yesterday. So anyway, all right, what's the difference? All right, so she was just on grass. I got a couple of, I mean, like, if you guys got time, what's the difference between St. Augustine and Centipede? Eat kale, you know. And <laughs> of course, they're, you know, they were disguising it and everything. And But the funniest thing was their little three-year-old, didn't matter what they put the kale in, she figured it out, man, and it was thrown <laughs> right out of that. <laughs> She's not eating that stuff. It's like grass. You know? From the from... <laughs> Well, I mean, it's a, it's a really young, good huh? it's a it's a really good iron thing for like I'm pushing 60, so I need my iron. So what I do, I just dehydrate it and then grind it up. And when I make a smoothie or an omelet, it's like I got oh, a, that's super a good green. Idea. Yeah, you know, and I I like it when it's mixed with chard. Um, now, see, yeah, I I can, listen it gives, it gives a little a little bit of tang to the chard, and the chard, of course, is so that, mild that and iron, That iron deal can be solved with the vitamins. They have they have these things called vitamins every morning, and uh, see he just or or if you want something a little more substantial, you can, most of us you know we're you can we're, eat, we're you more can, natural. You can chew on uh, ten penny nails, you know. I mean, uh, <laughs> that yeah. would be better tasting than chard, and give you all the iron you need. I was uh, right, t- somebody was talking and they were saying that we don't prepare the kale the way we're supposed to. That's why it tastes so bitter and nasty. Uh, I was supposed to figure out people that eat it raw. It's like, what's wrong with them? Yeah, and that's what they were talking about. You freeze it, and by freezing it, the, the old-timers, that they say, used to let it go through, and it would freeze on the on the outside, and and it would break down, so it wasn't as... Really? No, yeah. during during the cold weather, you know, we talk about that. The cool, the leaves get sweeter. Yeah. So maybe cool that was so, okay. It brings the sugar don't out. Freeze it. Oh, okay. But anyway, I so. I, I, uh, I grind mine in the garbage disposal, <laughs> and that that makes mine taste pretty good. <laughs> thanks, thanks for helping, Bert. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, and I know about Roundup a lot because I was in New Orleans uh, during and after Katrina. And I used to get the um, the Roundup Professional, the stuff that was come in a three gallon bottle, and you had to right. you had to cut it really good. It kills everything. Oh, right. Cool. Well, thanks, Bert. We'll talk to you later. All right, guys. 
Take care. Take care. Take care. All righty, that'll free up a line at 308-8867, 308-8867. Yes, sir? The um, folks with these he- this heavy rain, if you have uh, our uh, the begonias, what, what are those, the whopper begonias, uh, some of those, if they're especially if they're under the eaves, probably took some damage from the, the rain and the water on there. The good news is that even when they're tumped over, and it looks like the roots sticking up. They just keep. In a few days, they'll just turn around and start growing. Yeah. Growing up, I've had mine a number of times pulled over. And you can, uh, you can just re reposition them too, in in the container. And uh, they don't. It looks like they have a real shallow, relatively yeah. shallow root system. And you can prune them, prune them off, and root the root the cuttings, the prune. Good. Yeah. Plant. But I, you know, they look. So good, the foliage is so good. I hate to to change them, but but they do. They will break uh, with the wind and uh, with the heavy rains. But just put them up, like Jerry said, and uh, they'll recover. Put a little soil on that roots if they get pulled up, or or put a little even put a little stake by them. You can for a little while to, to put them back upright, and they'll keep performing. Yeah. They're a good and plant. That, and like I said, this would be a good opportunity to, to make new plants and give them to your neighbors or whatever. Just stick them into the potting mix. I, I'm going to be curious to see how they, uh, you know, the regular begonias do so well over the over the winter. If the winter's mild, I'll yeah. be with that, that that big lush foliage. I'll be surprised if it, it does as well. But yeah. uh, who knows? We'll see. Oh, we we should ask next time. Bert calls. We'll ask him if he puts. Bay leaves and his red beans and rice since he's from New Orleans. Oh, is he? Yeah. Okay. All right, 308-8867, 308-8867, and toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. We've got a question from Plant City. I guess it's in Florida, Plant City, Florida. And they want to know the uh, Jotropa. Uh, they want to know, can this plant in any way have a bad effect to or with cattle in Florida? Jotropa. I noticed we got some out there for sale. And uh, Forrest writes them back. I did not know the answer to that. However, an article that he found on the Internet said, uh, like many other uh, euphorbs, uh, Jotropa contains a milky sap that can irritate sensitive skin. All parts of the plant are reported to be poisonous if ingested. You might ask your veterinarian this question. Uh, that that's that's a good answer because uh, we we don't know that. But I if if I had to guess, if I had to take a guess, yes or no, I would say it. Because of their digestive system, it should go straight through uh, uh, cattle. And they're they're general. I was going to say they're generally pretty good in picking and choosing what they eat, but sometimes they don't have a lot of choice. But they do make errors too. I mean, yeah. there there are some things that they eat that they shouldn't eat, and they get, they do get sick. So, yeah, yeah, that probably is a good question. Just ask ask your vet if, if that's on the toxicity list. Uh, is he planting eutropia, that, that plant in the middle of the pasture? Or? 
Yeah. They made the cows are reaching over and it probably just, reaching through the fence yeah. or something like that. Um, then we get every now and then a juniper question pops up. I hate those juniper questions because of the problem when you, when you get the dying parts of your juniper, uh, you know that there's no there's no spray for it, uh, nothing you can do for it, except cut the dead parts out, and then that ruins the shape of your juniper. Uh, so. With there's a there's a disease called juniper twig blight, and uh, and there's their uh, pruning uh, pruning plants uh, would leave them leave them disfigured, and there's no assurance that the fungus hadn't already spread to other seemingly healthy branches. Um, so and it 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 attacks mainly the upright junipers, the one that ones that have their branches upright. Uh, your best uh, Neil Sperry recommends that your best bet in the long run may be to avoid planting blue blue point or Spartan junipers, perhaps a few others. Somewhat upright hollies like Oakland. Uh, feel very much the same form, plus they're happy in both sun and shade. Junipers must have shade, must have sun. Uh, we've never seen this bother red cedar, ash, or other native junipers significantly. So if you if you already have blue point or Spartan junipers, watch for the signs of this problem. At first, at the, at the first evidence that you have. Prune out the damaged growth entirely, then spray the rest of the plant with a fungicide that's labeled for twig cankers. Twig cankers. I don't know. I imagine that would be a chlorothylenol. But uh, there's nothing more disheartening than to see a great big upright juniper in front of a house with a dead part in the top of it. Well, and uh, and like I said, there's just really nothing. Even it's, even though it's hard to diagnose spraying it with something uh, that really doesn't do that yeah. much good. It's hard hard to diagnose, and then if you can't can't figure out what's causing the problem, and you can't solve the problem, that is it's pretty frustrating. It's time to look for another kind of plant to use. Hey, uh, Bert, we have one more question, and uh, we'll try to do it before we have to go to break in just a minute. Hi, Bert. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Welcome back, Bert. What, you had a question about being a master gardener? Uh-oh. Oh, Bert's not on the line. My confusion. Okay. Well, uh, Bert wanted to know if there was a master gardener class. And, and I meant to ask uh, David. I thought he was talking about a master gardener. Where, where does, do we know where he lives? David? No, Bert. No. Because because the there's a new there's a new master gardener class starting in uh, Wilson and Atascosa County. A yeah. new chapter down there. Their training is going to start this this summer. So you want to make a quick contact with them. Go go to their website. In fact, uh, so look for Wilson County Master yeah. Gardeners. Wilson and Comal County. Comal is going to have a train. Guadalupe will have a training this fall, and and so will Bear. 
Very good. Remember, is, uh, is this the year that they're, they're going to just go back to once a year in the spring? Bear so. County. Yeah, so maybe they won't have one this Oh, they might not have a winter one? Okay. They do get CEUs for. Uh, they do get CEUs for coming to even our adult seminar. Oh, really? That's what sure Dave, do? Pretty oh, yeah. sure David gives them that. Good. That's interesting to know. Yes, sir. What you got? I, I, I'm just coming <laughs> up to say hi? Yeah, I'm just coming to say hi. We, well, can, talk, I'm gonna, we can talk I'm gonna, a little bit, I I'm going to put you to work about, tell again about our Millburgers plants, plants of the weekend this weekend. Well, we have the back by popular demand Little Miss Figgy. And uh, that's a dwarf fig that's only going to get four to six feet tall and three to four wide. So perfect for a whiskey barrel situation or uh, a ground situation where you can't afford for it to be two stories tall and super wide. And uh, you can still grow your figs, and it looks like it's going to be a good producer. Um, The actual plant of the weekend, 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 is bay laurel, (laughs) and uh, some people call it bay leaf. It's a, it's an herb that's used in uh, Italian cooking and mostly in the red sauces for spice, but apparently it uh, for red beans and rice as well. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's actually a very expensive herb from the store, dried, and I think it's even better fresh. And you can, uh, you can own your own. For nine ninety nine, and uh, make many many cuttings and, uh, and save money. On Remind top of that. them how, how they would grow that if they had their own. Uh, it's it's a little cold sensitive some years, so I would grow it as a container plant only. Um, Five gallon or bigger. Or? I would say eventually they'd be in a half whiskey barrel size. Except then you black pot or, or top, yeah, they can get the they can get around. quite big given enough time. Uh, but if you use it all the time, it'll never be that big, and that'll help keep it in a smaller container. But uh, wonderful uh, herb usage that uh, you can have for an inexpensive price. Mm-hmm. And I imagine you can use it in lots of other cooking, too. Yeah. I think I saw something with fish. Oh, that might be good. Okay, and so we have both of those. So people can come to the nursery and uh, get them. Uh, or they can call and we'll reserve one for them. And, and 497-3760, 497-3760. Another issue is that if you're going to get your fall tomatoes in, you need to do it. Mm. And um, the perfect size now is the one gallon because we're at the end of the, the planting season for them. And we've got the one gallon of most of the, the recommended varieties that we've been talking about all, all along here. We've got... Uh, you said we, we had a few surefires. I don't know. There's if some surefire in one gallons, not too many, about uh-huh. a handful. And there's none available this week. So There's some red deuce if you want to experiment with them. They yeah. did so well in the Quartz in uh, gallons on that one. Oh, wow. That's good. Celebrities, of course, and uh, dwarf cherry surprise. Sweet, yeah, a lot of dwarf cherry. Sweet 100, uh, tycoon. And then there are the, uh, still in the four and a half inch, you've got a, a, some of the Lavacas? We do. Yeah. And we've got tycoons. I didn't hear that one. Tycoons? Um, I think a few. A yeah. few, few tycoons left. Um, so, oh, and we do have the Roma Surprise. Uh, there was a few of those out there in gallons. And yeah, that, yesterday there were gallons. Uh, there's still a few. Okay. And uh, that was available this go-around, so I think I got more coming in. Oh, you got more coming in? Mm-hmm. Okay. So get get those in. Don't wait too long. But the the good thing about these one gallons are they're the, they're the size. If you planted these a month ago, uh, as uh, two inch pots or as four and a half inch, this is the size they'd be now that we're seeing here in these one gallons. 
and so you wouldn't be losing anything, and you could get them in the garden. Jerry, what are you recommending now? I, I try to I do about three for an eight foot uh, raised bed. That's about right. Three across, yeah, and cages. Uh, of course, prepare the soil. For uh, we don't have to we don't have to say about them. We've been emphasizing the moisture, but yeah. I think <laughs> there's probably some moisture in there. That's kind of like your articles when I went. You know, I, I went on and on about how important it was to make sure you had plenty of soil moisture, and we've had 10 inches of rain yeah. since then. And uh, so mulch is mulch is good too. You know, doesn't doesn't take a lot if you got some. Oak leaves, or I'm I'm using just uh, I like the chopped cedar, shredded cedar, and you don't you just put a inch and a half or so on there, and it really even in fact make a little uh, reservoir so it's easier to to water, hand water uh, maybe every other day at the beginning, and then the the day in between you use the drip irrigation, then after two weeks you go to just drip irrigation. Because you'll have a root system out there enough to cover. But we, uh, we always talk a lot about tomatoes, but you know we have a good selection of peppers right now, mm-hmm. including the penguin. The penguin, you got some penguins. We got out some there? penguins, and we got some ghost peppers. And the thing uh, about peppers is that they they look really nice in a container. Too. They do, and we've got some nice ornamental ones too with purple foliage. Uh, uh-huh. I think it's called purple flash. So you get the the leaf that's pretty as well as the blooms and eventual fruit. My my father-in-law, he couldn't stand to have anything go to waste. We had the ornamental peppers, and so he was always eating them. And I watch his reaction. I, I that's where I came to the conclusion that a lot of ornamental peppers, the uh, heat is a little inconsistent. Oh. You know, so you'd have them. You know, you just have them use them. Pop- Pop them and nothing happened. And the next time around, he would have to make a run for uh. <laughs> So, uh, but people do you you can use ornamental peppers. But of course, there's if you want a kind of a measured, uh, you, you know, mild peppers. You still got real grande. There's some. There's a few. Oh yeah, gosh. And there's two or three different varieties of jalapenos out there. Some serranos. And then other stuff, we've got eggplant, uh, Ichiban, and Black Beauty. Uh-huh. And some uh, bush beans, some squashes, uh, cucumbers. And coming in this week, yes, some of the cool weather vegetables. Yes, cold weather vegetables, cool weather. It's on its way. Okay. Okay, well, we got to, Jerry and I will have to debate whether, I guess we'll, we'll tell people about them with uh, saying that they do have a long... I have a tendency to wait until September to plant them. I'm, a, I'm an optimist. The weather could stay like this, and they'd be. You could have planted them uh, a couple weeks ago if the weather was like this. Alrighty, cool. Hi, but yes. if you want them for Thanksgiving, yeah, uh, our broccoli is usually 60 days, 60 to 70 days from transplant, depending on the weather. Yeah, if it's 100 degrees out. So th- and so, thank you. You'd be early for Thanksgiving if you plant them now. Broccoli's but, good anytime. Well, yeah, oh yeah, especially that green green magic broccoli. Hey, we gotta take a break. While we do, give us a call at 308-8867, 308-8867, and toll free it's eight six six three zero eight 
8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. Trace is visiting with us. I'm Milton Glick, and this is 930 AM, The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And I've got some great information for you. Your summer favorites are at Millburgers right now, and they're absolutely at incredible prices. Right now at Millburgers, you'll find savings 40% off on these terrific items, now off just $14.88. Like Gold Star Esperanza in the 12-inch pot, regularly $24.99. This beautiful, beautiful heat-loving plant is on sale for just $14.88. Right now, you'll save on Mexican Bird of Paradise or Pride of Barbados. On sale in the three-gallon container, just $14.88. Theralis or Showers of Gold is absolutely gorgeous with its big, long spikes of bright yellow flowers. And it's on sale for $14.88 in the three-gallon container. And Variegated Tapioca Plant on sale in the 12-inch pot. That's right. You guessed it. Just $14.88. You'll find these and much, much more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Dale Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, Cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Thanks for the memories. At Schlitterbahn Water Park, the magic begins the moment we arrive. Jump in, now we're living in the moment. Take a door right on the water slide. more ways to play and splash the day away together. Parking and tubes are free and Schlitterbahn lets you bring a picnic. At the end of the day, we all have something special to hold on to. Hold on to every moment The hottest, coolest time Hold on to every moment Buy discounted tickets at Schlitterbahn.com it's a story of corruption that should alarm everyone. Hillary's America. From Dinesh to Souza, a top 10 film and best selling book that chronicles the secret history of the Democratic Party. 9 30 a.m., The Answer and The Lion and Rose present an evening with Dinesh D'Souza, Wednesday, August 24th, at the Santico's Palladium. Hear Dinesh D'Souza tell the story behind his shocking new book. It looks not just at Hillary, but at progressivism, at the whole sordid history of the Democratic Party. Tickets are available right now. Go to 930amtheanswer.com for complete details and to purchase tickets before the event sells out. What the book does is it lays out chapter and verse with all the supporting documentation. Every claim is backed up and the book becomes a kind of handbook. An evening with Dinesh D'Souza, August 24th. Brought to you by Texas Plumbing Diagnostics, The Lion and Rose, and San Antonio's station for breaking news and stimulating talk. 
930 a.m. The answer. If you need a creative welcome gift for a teacher or a special treat for a student, the Alamo City Chocolate Factory has the answers. From teachers have class lollipops to thank you chocolate bars. You can even get creative with a chocolate 3D apple filled with homemade chocolate treats. The Alamo City Chocolate Factory at 1604 in Blanco in the Vineyard Shopping Center. 490-5333. Alamo City Chocolate Factory. Live the sweet life. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9:30 a.m. The Answer, where Calvin is noticing the vultures are getting closer. Well, yeah, maybe you know they've heard about us. Uh, being excited about the hummingbirds and lesser goldfinches and all the other kind of birds we see here. Uh, so, I don't know, I guess we could do without the vultures landing here on the porch. You know? uh, and looking at Milton with a, that yeah. glaring well, there. Well, but you know. Well marbled. Uh, well marbled. Milton, we have, we've not, not forgotten or forgiven when Jerry tried to arrange. Yeah. Last chance forever a to get the vultures, attack. Yeah, vultures to land on our shoulders. Uh, Here's a dead mouse, Calvin. Just hold that for a second. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Where'd you get the dead mouse? That's none of your business. <laughs> <laughs> All right, 308-8867, 308-8867. Trace, you want to, you know, you talked about uh, the grass and the, uh, and then I'll, then if you need to go at school. But uh, I thought that was a neat opportunity for folks who wanted to get, the, we talked about the TJ FJ. FJ. FJ Select. FJ Select. Yeah, and uh, with a uh, some shade tolerance, uh, and uh, if folks wanted to try it, uh, they can get it by the pallet or half pallet. They have to order it, or they could kind of do your wish list idea. They can go on the wish list, and uh, when either somebody cancels on a pallet or uh, if we... Uh, Get enough people, then we'll bring a full pallet in and do it all. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, but you're saying if you if you if you do it, be prepared. Right. Um, grass has a worse expiration than milk, so when we give you a phone call, you gotta you gotta come running. And this is uh, we talked about this yesterday, but um, this has got some of the great good characteristics of uh, uh, Floritam, uh, maybe a little bit more shade tolerance and a smaller blade and everything so if you got you got some dead spots or you got some take-all patch it looks like maybe it's starting to repair you want to make a fast recovery uh, this would be one of those that you might try on it sure and it's uh it stays shorter than most of the grasses so uh less mowing that always uh is a good thing especially milton shaking his head oh yeah uh it's all about the less mowing thing mm-hmm. i think most people are <laughs> um all right, and they just call the nursery at 497-3760. And even if they don't know the, if you know the size of the area you want to replace sod in, just uh, tell the folks here at Millburgers, and they'll do the math and tell you what you need. And what would be interesting if, if we, uh, you know, we're all about testing in this area. Uh, so if, if, you have, if you happen to have Floritam St. Augustine and you've lost some parts of it, and you want to replace it, uh, replace it with this grass and uh, in, in, the, in the Floritam areas and see, see if it is comparable and which you like the best. You might like the 
FJ better than the floor. Tent. And we do have samples of them planted on property too, so you can actually compare all the different grasses that we yeah. sell. That's yeah, good that, point. That, that's one. Of, that's a feature we should mention more often that you can come here and see all all the turf grasses. You know, several of the soysia grasses and. Now, periodically, periodically throughout the year, we'll have a, a couple of them that we can't cut. We're waiting for the fields to grow back out. But un, under most circumstances, there's uh, most of them are available well, all the time, just 48 hours' notice or better. And uh, now, are they still selling bringing grass out of Bay City? How have you checked this week? <clears throat> we've got a load coming in. Uh, they're trying to cut, so yeah, we've got a load coming. Over there. No, they actually escaped this a little bit here, oh, so they? they're trying to cut, and we should. Uh, we haven't heard no, so we think we're having a load of grass coming in tonight for available tomorrow. But it'll oh. all be it'll all be Raleigh. Yeah. Okay, and you have uh, the barges Florida, coming in from Bay City. Huh? Floritan Fridays, where you can buy it by the we'll buy by the piece, weather permitting, on uh, Fridays, and then you always have. We try to always have Raleigh in stock again, weather permitting. By the piece or by the pallet. Yep. And then what are some other ones? The rest of them are really by the pallet or the wish list. Palmetto? Right. Uh, well, I would do Palmetto and FJ Select. That would be the, the end of the St. Augustines. And Bermudas, it's Common Bermuda, uh, TIFF 419, and Celebration. And let's see, there are some stipulations on what days of the week stip, uh, Celebration can come in. Okay. Then, let's see, in Zoysias, we carry six, but right now we've got three on the on the no-cut list. So right now we can do... Uh, Palisades, which is a wide blade zoysia, Jammer, which is a wide blade zoysia, Ooh, that's a good one. and Emerald, which is a narrow blade zoysia. Yeah, Emerald is really an attractive turf grass, but that, that and it's been proven over time. That one in El Toro were the first yeah. zoysias that were put out hard in our to, area. Hard to mow too, if you want a serious. But you know, I, I used a. Uh, rotary mower but you had to keep it sharp and you had to wa- you had to mow every week even though it didn't look like you needed to mow. Right, right because if you didn't you ended you up with those mow. patches yeah or you go out there with a machete you know. uh. <laughs> but gosh what a what an attractive turf grass and, and then we can't get a hold of a buffalo if if need be no you don't Jerry's need, well, you don't we, need we, to be we, we that's the first thing is we try to convince them into another grass <laughs> And then the, there's a lot of uh, city plannings and things where, I mean, that's their only option is that the city gave them. So oh, okay. we do sell some buffalo. Alrighty. Well, thanks, Trace. Cool. All right, 308-8867 is our number. And the number to call for the nursery for that wish list idea was 497-3760, 497-3760. 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867. Okay, it just dawned on me. I was looking uh, looking at the uh, sales item. I always print out the sales item. And I noticed it was the same as last week. That I, When I printed it out, I said, I'm wasting my ink printing this out. Oh, know? well. Because it's got some pretty color pictures. It does. There and and it's like got that. some great items on sale. And we do, we do have a couple of things added to that. So, uh, but you not in here? No, not on there, but in store. Uh, Bougainvillea hanging baskets, regular twenty four ninety nine for twelve eighty eight. Wow, half price. Uh, that's uh, almost. almost half. And then we still have our hybrid roses, fifty uh, percent off. Yeah, and they're going to start looking really good pretty soon, with the weather cooling yeah, off. Yeah. And we just gave them their little haircut, so they ought to at least start leafing out and blooming really nice pretty soon. 
And the, the selection of uh, tough modern roses and old-fashioned roses, how is that right now? Uh, comes and goes. Yeah. Uh, there's some a couple varieties of knockouts over there. I think some Belinda's Dream, uh, some antique varieties. Katie Road, or uh, I believe that's over there. Oh, that's good. That's my favorite. You getting any rose questions from people that come in? Uh, not in abundance, no. Oh, okay. I mean, there's always. I, I, I have to say the, the the biggest question yesterday and this morning were aphids. Oh, really? And um, one of them was on a uh, milkweed. Yep. Uh-huh. Lots lots of aphids on Melkweed. But oh. uh, let's give that. Jerry and I reminded everybody that one of the reasons we plant the Melkweeds are to have a place for the butterflies, nectar, but also a nesting site for monarchs. So we probably don't, that's probably someplace we don't want to use a pesticide. So just spray them off. And uh, a lot of, almost every Melkweed has those bright, Orange aphids, and they generally don't hurt. But if you look, if you're worried about your milkweed, just take your spray and just spray them off with water. Water. Yeah. Water. Most people don't like that answer. Just so you know, huh? Most people don't like that answer. They want to. <laughs> they want to kill them. And uh, but so. that, I always find that strange because they you ask them why they're planting the milkweed to track the butterflies. Well, I, I went through that whole, you know, you're going to affect uh, the cat- butterfly, you're going to affect the caterpillars, and uh, they rather have their milkweed. Huh. <laughs> okay. It's, a, it's, the, it's the idea that counts rather than the... the, the uh, <laughs> yes, I guess. And they're colorful aphids, aren't they, the they, yellow ones? They were orange, if I remember orange, correctly. Orange. Yeah, they are nice aphids. They're pretty. All right, well, we're going to take another quick break while we got a chance. Give us a call at 308-8867, 308-8867, and toll-free, 866-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas is coming right up right here, live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. With Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons, I'm Milton Lick. It's 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And I've got some great information for you. Your summer favorites are at Millburgers right now, and they're absolutely at incredible prices. Right now at Millburgers, you'll find savings 40% off on these terrific items, now all just $14.88. Like Gold Star Esperanza in the 12-inch pot, regularly $24.99. This beautiful, beautiful heat-loving plant is on sale for just $14.88. Right now, you'll save on Mexican Bird of Paradise or Pride of Barbados. On sale in the three-gallon container, just $14.88. Theralis or Showers of Gold is absolutely gorgeous with its big, long spikes of bright yellow flowers. And it's on sale for $14.88 in the three-gallon container. And variegated tapioca plant on sale in the 12-inch pot. That's right, you guessed it, just $14.88. You'll find these and much, much more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. The podcast page at 930amtheanswer.com has the local programs you might have missed the first time, like the Weston Martinez Show and Military City USA. Local podcast on 
on demand at 930amtheanswer.com. At 930amtheanswer.com, we present our home team. Businesses we know you can trust when it comes to services for your home and family. Businesses like Aldaco's Mexican Cuisine, You Build It, the Weisinger Law Firm, and the Pax Financial Group. Pax Financial exists to bring generational change through independent financial guidance and principled leadership with the heart of a teacher. Call 210-881-5701. Pax Financial on the home team as seen at 930amtheanswer.com. People say there are billions of dollars lost in a market crash. The truth is, they're not lost, they just exchange hands. And the good news is, by gaining the right kind of knowledge, you can learn to recognize the opportunities that exist and, more importantly, act on them. I'm Pastor David Mitchell, founder of Tradeway. Along with being an investment advisor, Tradeway offers our students a powerful education so that they can take their investments in their own hands. We break down the confusing world of finance so that you can understand it. We keep it simple, fun, and personal. Come join us at our next two-day event called Step 1, Start Your Journey. You'll learn to take small steps to reach your biggest goals. Coming to the Hilton San Antonio this Friday and Saturday. Only $99.95 for your entire household, plus a free ticket for a friend and a full money-back guarantee. To register, call 877-907-TRADE. That's 877-907-8723. Or go to Tradeway.com. That's Tradeway.com. I'm Lisa Lewis. Join me as we meet some of San Antonio's most intriguing business and community leaders. Sunday morning at 7 on 930 AM, The Answer. By now, you've probably heard us talking about Project One, a citywide initiative to encourage mentoring in San Antonio. Project One was built because we believe that one person mentoring one other person who needs it for one hour weekly can make a huge long-term difference. Project One needs you. You've heard about it, but are you called to do something about it? Kids, marriage, workplace, teen pregnancy, the need is great. But there's an even greater acute need for mentors. You. Go to 930amtheanswer.com and click on the Project One banner for a list of organizations that are looking for people just like you. Project One. You've heard about it. Now follow the call you're hearing. Go to 930amtheanswer.com and click on the Project One link to learn how you can become a mentor to someone who needs it. Project One, a mentoring initiative brought to you by 930am The Answer, City Reachers and the San Antonio Christian Leaders Forum. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer Lloyd is on the line at 308-8867 308-8867. Hi there Lloyd, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? All just right. Hey, I got a question about bougainvilleas. Bougainvilleas? Yes, sir. Uh, I buy them, you know, in a pot and they really look good. I bring them home, I water them and I feed them some, but you know, in a week or two they just kind of fall to pieces. Uh, I'm not sure if I'm not watering them enough. I'm not feeding them enough. They say to, stre- to stress them, so you know I, I leave them in the pot and all that stuff. But uh, right, I, I just can't keep them looking as good as they did when I got them. What what plant is that? Bougainvillea. Oh, yeah. Is there a is chance of watering them too much? That could be. I don't know. Yeah, if, uh, it, water them every in, day. It, yeah, don't. Yeah, don't don't water them. Water them when they dry out, 
to, to an inch deep. And, and in fact, uh, you, some people wait till they wilt and then water them. Uh, okay, now that, they're, they're in a pot. You know, they're not in the ground. They're in a pot. So, right. Yeah. Okay. Um, and they're in full sun, right? Right. Yeah, real, real full hot sun. Okay. Uh, what and about how, how are you fertilizing them? With uh, fish extract. Is it what? Five zero zero fish emulsion. Oh. Um, and they're in container. Yes, sir. Uh huh. And also, um, uh, uh, there's a Scott. What is that? Five ten fifty or something like that. I've tried it too. It's a yeah, they they came up with uh, let's see, what what was the name of the hibiscus? Hibis- yeah, hibiscus granules work really hibiscus well. Hibiscus plant food. I don't know if that, I guess that's still available on the market, but they yeah. did some studies on that. And Osmocote works great. Yeah. Okay, this is a twelve fifty five six. I've tried it. I haven't tried Osmocote in thirty two. I don't think I don't think you're fertilizing enough. Okay. That uh, that fish emulsion is high quality, but the nutrient levels is, is very low. low. So you might try, you might try that. I would I'd certainly uh, cut back on the watering because you can, you can't hardly kill them without with lack of water. But you can certainly if you got too much water, they just won't they won't bloom and they'll they will they're prone towards uh, root rots. Oh, okay. so here's what here's what Calvin says in the paper about a near perfect system seems to be in a 36 inch diameter uh, be a, be a 36 inch diameter plant grown in a 12 inch container. Place it in the full sun and only provide water when the container dries to one inch deep. Reaching the point of wilting is not a problem with bougainvillea. If you water too frequently, expect the plant to quit blooming. Bougainvillea will also quit uh, blooming if the plant is placed in the ground or potted up in a larger container where the plant will concentrate on growing new roots rather than blooms. So, uh, and did you mention that you were just transplanted them too? No, 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 no. You've no, no. got them in containers. Oh, you just moved them or something. Moved them. Yeah. yeah. I did. Well, you know, they're hanging baskets up. Uh, just, no, I really have, you know, moved from one point to another, but, you know, really haven't done anything. And I, also, the, I, th- I think the uh, the professional growers, the commercial growers of bougainvilleas, trim them back, fear, uh, tip them back. Tip them back, yeah, that works. Because they grow, they they uh, bloom on new new growth, new wood, and they, you, oh, the side that. shoots will come off, and you'll get a you'll get the color on each of the side shoots. So right. Really. Um, so they they tip them about every two to three weeks, I guess, in in active growth yeah. stage. Hey, and I I think a uh, you can be you can have an effective bloom period. You don't you don't have to prune them that often, but yeah. It certainly helps, you, and you can no, you notice the the filling out better. You know, a lot of people are going to be faced with uh, the they've uh, 
the bougainvillea is one of the plants that's really prospered in that 100 degree. Yeah. yeah. And they're really looking spectacular. After, uh, what, seven, eight days of rain, they're going to, they'll, they'll probably take a little while for them to, to come back. Drop all the, their uh, bracts. But yeah, try it. Just try it out, uh, reducing that water and and uh, the uh, maybe a little more potent fertilizer, and I bet you get the response you want. A copious amount of osmocote. Well, there you go. There you go. Now you're talking. He's heard the show before. Uh, Also, there's a write-up on uh, PlantAnswers.com on Bougainvillea done by uh, Phil Hovey. And he talks about varieties and uh, uh, and and growing of bougainvillea. I I don't know whether he he I've been years since I've read that thing, but uh, I don't know if he talked about uh, pinching them back or or what. But I know they do that. That's one of the secrets to having them compact bushes uh-huh. uh, full of full of bloom. Well, and I know he used to do that in his nursery. Did he? Yeah, yeah. Well, he wholesaled a lot of them, and they yeah they'd spend all winter going trimming them back, yeah, and, so that he'd be ready for action in right. the spring. Thanks, Lloyd. Right, Talk thank to you later. You. All right, three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven is our number. Bill is on the line. Hey, Bill, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? Uh, you looking for Bill or Bud? Oh, okay, there, Bud. What's going on? I just wanted to uh, uh, give you the rain report. <clears throat> oh, good. Like, like like Evelyn, I had to add a little over two inches from last night, and I now have wow. a, total of, a total of nine and a half inches. This Gracious. is far east Bear County, south of I-10. Wow, and, man. Uh, then, uh, re- related to the rain, I also want to ask, um, with all this rain, I've noticed that my spring pepper plants... Uh, some of them are getting a little bit of yellowing of the leaves. And I heard you mention in the earlier program, uh, you know, yellowing for the grass, need to add iron. Uh, does that same thing kind of apply to the uh, pepper plants? Yeah, are they, they're in the ground or are they in the ground? They're in the ground. In the ground. They're in the ground. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, w- I would say... Are the leaves on the top, very top, or, I mean, the new growth, is the new growth yellow, or is the older, the, you got older leaves turning yellow? The uh, the latest new growth, that is not yellow. It's, it's the older leaves. Yeah. Uh, I imagine they just went through a kind of a growth stagnation, and... Uh, the, the 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 new the new as long as the new growth is green and nice, but it's, it's if you got peppers in the ground and they've been in the ground for a month or so, uh, you could put, sprinkle a little fertilizer around them too. Some of that 1959 slow release fertilizer, yeah, and that'll green them up and kick them off too. Okay. Well, next and uh, <clears throat> talk, talking about potted plants. These molasses pots that the farmers have around here, right, is that okay yeah, to see. use? Yeah. I've, uh, in fact, my Malcolm Beckin used to sell those uh, or sell those. Money. But uh, we, we find out this, I, I understand now that they're sun-resistant, but uh, after they got a year or so old, they would crack. They would oh. get brittle and oh. spray. 
And so, uh, but all you, all you got to do is drill holes in them. Right, Good yeah, training. I put some holes in it. Yeah. And then uh, last last weekend, um, I told you that I had one set on my 968, you know, the fall plant, and one set on the Roma Surprise. Right. Well, lo and behold, this whole uh, week, no new sets. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's been cloudy and, and raining. Right. The, on those particular plants, we... We really don't want a lot of tomatoes set early because we want the thing to produce as much plant as uh, as it can before it starts setting that huge amount of fruit that it's going to set, especially with Roma Surprise because it is a true determinant plant. Terry, it's probably time, too, that we recommend that people apply another round of fertilizer on their tomato plants. Right, right. Fall plants. Right. Thanks, bud. Yeah, Talk to you later. Y'all. Thanks Bye-bye. for the report. Calling, bud. All right, we'll get to Bill on the line at 308-8867. Sure, it's Bill now. I'm going to see. Bill, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing? Uh-oh. Now, Bill, are you there? Okay. Bill? Yeah, I hear something. Yeah. Oh, there you I'm are. Okay. You. Good. What's okay. going on, sir? You got the right twitch now. Okay. Yeah, thanks. Sorry about that. <laughs> Okay, I was wanting to find out sometime back y'all had uh, some grapes. I think uh, gardening volunteers were pushing some sort of grape that's supposed to be real good to this area. Is that still that's available right. it, it, No, it's not uh, available on the market yet. It's called uh, uh, Victoria. Huh? Victoria? Victoria Red. Yeah, there, there we go. go. I was trying to think of Red Victoria, but I didn't know it's Victoria Red. And uh, the, uh, we we propagate some every year, not a not a lot. We're trying to get the commercial people to to start propagating it and selling it. It propagates easily, but uh, it's just kind of slow to come on the market. Now I, I will say uh, between the birds and the the birds and the, and the rain and the droughts and everything that we've had for the last two or three years, we haven't gotten uh, a crop off of that particular plant. Uh, but, but that's that, no worse that's, than any that, other, right? No, it's no worse than any other. Yeah. And it's it's okay. a high it's a quality grape. It ha- it has to be protected from the birds with bird netting and things like that and squirrels. And I, our best we ever had was gotten by uh, two-legged, two-legged critters. Oh, and uh, come to find out that person missed missed the next two days of work from eating all those grapes. Nothing. So really, he got his payback on that. <laughs> but I was gonna take pictures of them and things like that. But uh, and we had them netted. We had them covered with netting so the birds wouldn't get them. But, but the two-legged, they two, were right for that netting, did they? Well, the two-legged uh, person was was barely smart enough to get through the netting. Uh, <laughs> uh, I would have thought that it would have stopped the, the guy from getting through the netting. But uh, anyway, this, yeah, it is, uh, it is susceptible to uh, uh, bad weather conditions, as all grapes are. All right. Well, that's that's not a good information, but we can't get any. Is that right? That's that's right. Except when are we going to get your heart out, Bill? Well, now are there any events coming up where the yeah? Uh, that's what I was just saying. Are you in San Antonio? Yes. 
Okay, I know we've got I know we've got some grapes available for sale. Uh, uh, we may have, we may have some. I better not say this. Uh, You're gonna make. Yeah. You want to uh, do some research? Uh, Rob, and... Rob is uh, right. uh, jumping up and down. There. So Bill, can you listen to the show next week and Jerry yeah. will do some research and find I'm, out? I'm thinking yeah, that, 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 the, the next uh, functions that we're gonna have are probably be uh, the herb market in October. And, okay. Uh, I think that that would be our your next best chance, but I'll see whether they're going to be available or not. They look like I have they a look neighbor like that wants grapes real bad. He moved here from Brooklyn. He wanted to grow some grapes down here. Okay. So I told him I heard from you, and uh, that and you got this real good one here. So yeah, that's good. Uh, and it's resistant. Questions? It's a resistant to a lot of the diseases that we have, especially Pierce's disease, the one that kills the yeah. whole vine. Okay, and two other quick questions here. Oh uh, man, we got about just about the, a minute. I'm not sure. Yeah, Parsons, how about one? Uh, Pekins, are they available? What? The Pekins. Yeah. The penguins. Yes. They got them here yeah. at the nursery. Okay. No burgers. And then. Okay, that's good. And then the uh, how about the uh, Lavaca tomato? They said they had a few left. Yeah, we still have a few left here. Some in gallons. So you need to hurry. Only in gallons. Yes, sir. Okay. All right. Thanks, Thank Bill. All right. Good. Yeah, we got to run man. next week on the on the grapes. Good. Yep. Yes, sir. All right, we got to run, buddy. Thank you for calling. All right, we do have to run. We just have about ten seconds left. So I want to thank everybody. Thanks for uh, to Chris and Carlo doing a great job at the station. Of course, thanks to you for listening. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.